Yes. Yeah, last week was a little longer because, you know, we weren't here. But this week we're going back back to back to business as usual. It is the Christmas season. Everybody's trying to be jolly and get presents and spend time with their families. And uh, I think it's no better time than always, you know, to have that freedom to be able to do so. But, you know, today we're going to, you know, we're going to hop in um, talk about freedom in Christ. And, the, you know, there are promises in Christ that we have that you obtain once you come to Christ and believe it, that he is. And we'll just we'll dive into some of that today, get some understanding, and then go forth. Freedom in Christ. Here in America, we pride ourselves on the freedoms we have here compared to any other country known to man. We are free to worship as we please, speak out when we please, protest when necessary, and yet we are still slaves to convenience. Fast food, merchandise, sex, drugs, and all are all at the click of a button. The days of old where you put a penny away for another day are gone. Nobody saves that money. You know, every, you know, there's so many different things, so many schemes out there, get rich quick quick screams. But the the Bible says that men will give us money. And one one of the main reasons for a man or a woman to get some money is to work a job. You obtain a skill. You know, we have the freedom to do do that here in America. You know, other places they they tell you what you're gonna be and you do that. And so we, we don't want to take it for granted the freedoms that we have here in this particular nation. Instead, we have we have payday loans, title loans with, with with ridiculous interest rates. You may have even heard that freedom is being able to do whatever you want when you want. Really? So a child should be able to make decisions for themselves when he wants, when she wants, because that's freedom. That's not freedom. That's chaos. That's that's freedom without responsibility, because responsibility comes with freedom. They go hand in hand. If you can just do whatever you wanted to do then jobs wouldn't pay their people because we could do what we want to do. We could work for free. Ain't nobody working for free. <laughs> you better show me the money. <laughs> you know, we, 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 they're trying to, you know, redefine what freedom is, what freedom of speech is, what freedom of religion is, what just what the word free, free and freedom mean, you know. But how many of us know that facts don't care about our feelings? It can't. If, if if something ceases to be true, then it is a lie. But we need certain things here in this world to be absolutely true. Amen. It's like gravity. If the law of gravity wasn't absolutely true, you'd float off into space and die. Oh, yeah. If the truth about how the trees give off oxygen... And we give off carbon dioxide, and they and we just do this all this this go back and forth. We would suffocate and die. You know this whole concept of trying to redefine this and redefine that. You know because you know we have the freedom to do or the so-called freedom to do so. It's not freedom; it's chaos. You're trying to create a world that doesn't exist. Into a world that does exist. And they're clashing with one another. You know, and we have these issues that we have today in our society because of people, how we people feel. 
You have been heard. You you may have heard even heard the freedom is being able to do whatever you want when you want. I beg to differ. Rather, what that definition of freedom points to is self-inflicted chaos. It's chaos because it has no no good ending. It is only a temporary feeling that you're chasing. This is how I feel right now. So I should be able to do what I want right now because I'm feeling a certain type of way. How about you go take a nap, wake up and try it again so you don't make a bad decision with your feelings right now. Amen. I know a whole handful of people who probably wanted to quit something and looked off in the, in the, in the distant future and saw that what they wanted was closer than what they thought and kept pressing on until they obtained it because they didn't quit. When things got hard or when they didn't, they wasn't feeling it anymore. You know, that, that, that whole how I feel thing, man, I'm telling you, that's, that's dangerous. I, you know, I'm, marriages are falling apart because people feel differently. People quit jobs, good paying jobs because of how they feel. He talked to me the wrong way. Or she said she looked at me funny. And did your check bounce? You better go. <laughs> remember what you did. You there for? You don't let people uproot you from where God has planted you because you feeling in some type of way. Okay, yeah. go before God and get in prayer. They might be going through something when they said that. I don't. You don't know. Amen. We don't know the human heart. And you know when we when we start making these you know these accusations or or, or these these decisions to. Do different and move around and I can do better. You are doing better. That's just that's one day out of the six days you work that you had a rough day. By my by my my if the numbers are correct, you you statistically still doing better than you was without it. Cause doing that one bad day compared to seven bad days with no job. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know what I did was dumb, but it's my life. That's us today in the world, but that should not be us in the church. The Christian faith produces a freedom that liberates you from yourself. A slave to sin. To do whatever you want when you want. The chains of hopelessness are removed and replaced with the bondage of redemption. Galatians 5 and 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. See, we get entangled with the things of the world. You know, what I what, what, what you know, we visual people, so the stuff that we see. I want a new car. There's nothing wrong with the car you got. But I see it and I want it. Well, see, that's a sales tactic. They do they know if they dangle that in front of you and you if they make you compare that new car compared to that raggedy car you got there, but it got good heat, it stopped. And it's got good on gas, but it's got rust holes all in it. But it ain't, and you ain't got no car note on it. But they dangling that five, six hundred dollar car note in front of you, talking about it's brand new. You ain't do no work to it for the first five years. Yeah, but you paying them five hundred dollars a month for it. That five hundred dollars a month putting groceries on your table, paying a couple utility bills, it's going into your savings. You know. I know I, I I don't get me wrong I understand good transportation is good good and all, but wisdom is better. Amen. Because if you're trying to if you're trying to buy a house, two three years down the road and you're trying to save it for your down payment, 
walk, catch the bus. Oh, that's so cold. It's cold outside. Yeah, I know, bro. I was out there when it was cold. I was riding a bike. 17 miles one way, 34 miles a day, six days a week. Did it for six months. I know how cold it get out there in Chicago. Can nobody tell me nothing about no work? I am who I am today because I didn't quit. And I had the freedom to choose to keep going, to do the right thing by my wife and my children. I don't know. I mean, I, I I like to think I'm doing all right. You know, I'm on my own. Stand on, you know. When we come to saving faith in Christ, we are to to sever the yoke of bondage, which can be our own sin or sinful behavior. You see, in order to be set free, you need the truth about freedom to be known. If I tell you you just won two million dollars, come collect your money. But I don't tell you that you can only spend it where I say so. It doesn't sound so much like freedom to spend your money wherever you want, does it? That's not freedom. If I tell you, if I, you want $2 million, you, you can only spend it at Kohl's. Kohl's is nice. <laughs> Kohl's ain't got everything I need, though. I'm just clothes, bedding, bathroom stuff, you know, little knickknacks. Shoot, I got some debt. I, I got some student loans I want to pay off. Can't use it for that. Can't use it for that. Yeah, that you know, I'm not free to spend the money that I want. You know, you know, we we take advantage of the freedom that we have. We we just don't know how good we have it. That's the illusion, freedom to sin gives. You think you're in control, but you're not. And if you try to break away on your own, it tightens up the slack in your chain to remind you you a slave. Remember what you can't let go of. You bound by. I don't care how strong you are. I don't care how much weed you smoke. I don't care how much alcohol you can drink in three minutes. If you can't get up and walk away from it, you slave to it. Some people are slave to working. Some people are slave to drinking. Some people are slave to drugs. Some people are slave to uh, uh, eating cotton. All type people got all type of weird fetishes. You know, if you can't just if you can't stop doing it. You, you bound by it. You yoked up with it. You can't break loose from it. You're not free. And when I'm, my, my concept here is that, you know, when we come to Christ, we're free. Do we take on his yoke? Yes, because his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. But I'm free to work and work through him. Because what I'm, what I'm, here's the bottom line. I'm jumping ahead of myself, but I just, I just got to say it. You're going to serve somebody. That's the that's the gist of it. Freedom that you have, you will serve somebody or something or some idol. You are. You're not getting away from it. I don't care how smart you think you are. I don't care how much of a well-enlightened man or woman you are. You're going to serve something. You are. There's nothing new underneath the sun. You, you, you're not going to outsmart all of life because you just stepped on the scene. It's just not, it doesn't work that way. I know you think so, but it doesn't. But in Christ, we believe he can set the captives free, the dead to rise. We preach Christ because he can unlock any lock if we trust and believe in him. John 8, 36. If the son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. That's my favorite scripture because I came to the understanding that 
you are going to serve somebody. Willingly or unwillingly. Because you didn't make this world. And so you have a decision to make. Do I become a slave to sin? In my flesh? And then the devil? Or do I become a slave to Christ who makes me free? And, and, and to a, which turns my, my freedom into a work of doing righteousness. See, it's a little different when you when you're being a slave or a so-called slave, which is just it's not a negative term when it comes to Christ. It's just it really you can translate that word to employee, master as employer. Before anybody get get this spin in the head, he talking about slaves and masters. No, no, understand the context of the word of scripture that's going for. Talking about working, you work. You gonna have to work for somebody. You want to eat, don't you? Unless you're going to grow your food naturally, which you ain't, you ain't going to do that. I know you ain't. I don't, have to, I don't even have to be in front of you to know that. You ain't going to do that. You see, when you want something done right, you go straight to the one with the answers. If I'm struggling with lust, I'm not going to go to a massage parlor for help. I'm going to a counselor who has studied in that field. Christ is the key to freedom. So if I want to be free, guess who I'm going to? Christ. In our society today, our freedom to believe in Christ is attacked judiciously rather than personally. The very statement, Christ is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, is deemed hate speech, and you should be punished to the full extent of the law. Really? But it's okay for a child molester to say it's perfectly natural for a grown man or woman to have a sexual relationship with a child. So he's free to do that or say that. But if I say Jesus is Lord and King of Kings and every knee will bow and every mouth will confess that he is Lord of all. That's hurtful because it hurts your feelings. Really interesting. So I, I should let a child molester, you know, attack my child or co coerce my child because believe it or not, they're doing it. Oh, you better believe it. They're doing it. They're trying. They're trying to lower the age of consent. They are. Didn't know that, did you? The world we living in. No, now the freedom to sin, uncontrollably, is running rampant, and the freedom to choose Christ is almost illegal. To freely choose to pass out sandwiches to the homeless can get you fined. But you can beatbox on the corner for change. Brother, you can sell socks on Madison and Pulaski right now. Right now. But if you walk out there and say Jesus Christ saves. You're going to be hassled. You might get spit on. You might get beat up. And I know it looks like, man, y'all religion is crazy. Y'all, you know, y'all ain't get nothing. You ain't get no money. What's money? Can you take that money with you when you die? I heard the preacher say it best. He said he ain't never seen a U-Haul behind the hearse. You ain't never going to see it because you can't take none of that money with you. Matter of fact, who going to get that money if you don't get, make no will in the state? They love taking people's money. Ask me how I know. <laughs> you can, Man, look. You got to make smart decisions. You got to understand. You understand where you are. Understand the times. Understand who's in control. 
understand that you have a decision to make. A very important decision. Very important. The freedom to do right is a freedom that should be heavily guarded. In Christ, I'm free to love my wife as Christ has loved the church. In Christ, I'm free to love my brothers into repentance like Christ loves the church into repentance. In Christ, I'm free to honor my father and mother because it pleases God. Let's make it plain. Freedom isn't just having the ability or right to do whatever you want, but it is the willingness to do what is right in any situation, regardless of public opinion. Got a couple quotes from President Abraham Lincoln. Wherever I hear anyone arguing for slavery, I feel a strong impulse to see it tried on him personally. Yeah, he put some chains on you and whip your tail. See how you like it. Think I bet you think differently. Here's another one. Those who deny freedom to others deserve it not for themselves and under under a just God cannot long retain it. Bruh, shut up. <laughs> hey, that's, that's me being nice. That's me being, being straightforward. With it. He put it in such an elegant way. Freedom in Christ, Christ Jesus is the only way to, to sever the chains of sin. Be it known unto you all. And all into all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth doeth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Acts four. 4, 10 through 12. Freedom in Christ Jesus. He came to set, the, to set us free. But some of us choose to be in bondage to things that you can't take with you when you go into the next life. I, I can't stress that any more than I am already am. That you can't take anything here. You can't, you can't take it. It's going to be right here. In fact, it's going to get burnt up in the end, as the book of Revelation said. John 8, 31 through 32. This claim is a, uh, excuse me. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Amen. This claim is offensive to the world, and you know what? We shouldn't care because it's the truth. It's the truth. There is freedom in the truth of the gospel. The apostles suffered and died for the truth to be known to the world. Millions of Christians have given their lives to proclaim the name of Christ openly to the world with no regard for their natural lives. There is a book by John Fox called The Book of Martyrs. I, if anybody listening, I, 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 I'm asking you, take a peek at this book. It is a list of names of people that you have never heard of that have died gruesomely for the name of Christ. To set others free. To, uh, to, give, to open up the door and avenue for other people to believe on the name of Jesus Christ. And they pay with their lives. Starting with the apostles. Starting with Christ. And then all through the apostles. And then folks, we... Most people have heard Martin Luther and the, the William Tinsdales. 
they hurt, but there are so many others that died. See, this is why, you know, this is, since we're talking about people who died, let, let's, let's, let's go ahead and bust this wide open. Anybody died for my right to vote. Cut that mess out. He was assassinated. Because he believed that every human being should have rights, the same exact rights. Now, voting was a part of it, but he was talking about all of it. He wasn't just talking about that one particular thing. Christ is the only human being slash God that died for my life, for my, my natural life and my eternal life. Amen. I don't owe nobody. We don't. You don't owe nobody. No other human being that. So stop saying that to people. That that's just that makes that's so out of context. It's ridiculous. Why don't you do a little more reading, a little more studying, before you make that comment? Like voting is gonna get you into heaven, please. Sorry, I, I just had to say that because I I keep hearing that comment. When you die for your right to vote, no, he, nobody died. No, he didn't. Rosa Parks didn't die. She didn't even want to do that. She was just tired. She wasn't moving to the back. Read the story. Stop adding to stuff. God already said, don't 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 do. Don't be adding to that Bible. Don't be and stop adding, making making the stories, embellishing the stories so, so they can look so so good, nice on paper. That doesn't. That's not right. That's false information. That's a false witness. Don't do that. Let me move on. Because they believe the word of the Son of God, that if you confess that Jesus is the Christ, you shall be saved. They knew their eternal life was sealed in the Holy Ghost. They held unto the promise. Ephesians 1, 12-14 that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession until the praise of his glory. Did you hear that? In whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. When you come to Christ, you are signed, sealed, and delivered. Heaven bound. Where you think you was going before you got signed, sealed, and delivered to heaven? You was going somewhere else. Amen. And that's why, we, you know, God, we hold on to God's promises. Because it is what keeps us. It's what keeps us going. It's in the far, it's in the distant future. It's what sets us free from the things of this world. Because we already know that there is a promise for us that is, that is going to be eternally ours forever. So we don't dwell on things that are of today. You don't dwell on materialistic things. You don't dwell on cars, houses, money, uh, uh, estates, stocks, bonds, CDs. You don't, you don't. I mean, all that stuff, it's not, it means nothing in the end. It, it just, it doesn't. It, it has no merit to it. Because you can't take it with you. But you know what you can take it with you? The Spirit of God. His eternal promise that He will save, save and deliver you from yourself, from your sin. If you would only believe. So the Christian faith is freeing from the bondage of flesh, flesh, sin, and convenience. Putting your trust in one who knows it all. It is most. It is the most freedom 
any human being can ever possess when they come to the truth that we were born slaves to sin and we needed a savior. That is freedom in Christ. This is my favorite scripture. I read it once, I'm going to read it again. John 8, 36. If the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Father God, I thank you for the freedom that I have in Christ. I thank you, Father, that I have the freedom to preach your word, preach the gospel, Father, to all they may hear and listen. And Lord, I pray, Father, that a seed may be sown, Father, they may understand that you is you who are calling them, Father, calling them to be set free from the world, to be free from the bondage of this world, to be free from sin, to be free from the lust of the eyes, the lust of the, uh, um, and the pride of life, Father. I thank you, Lord, because your word, your word, Father, is what is a lamp to our feet, and it sets us free, Father. It teaches us, Father, that going to the left and the right without your instruction is crazy. It's just unheard of. But with your guidance, Father, you can give us the right or the left. Lord, with your word, Father, we can, your step, our steps have already been ordered. And right now, Father, even in the midst of the world, with things that are going on outside with the COVID and even, Father, with the financial crisis with the families, Father, I know that you are a keeper of those who believe in you. Your word says that you even reign on the just and the unjust. Father, you know the needs of your people. You know the needs of all the ones that have, that have, breath, have breath in their bodies right now. And, Father, I pray, Father, that a word a word goes forth, Father, from not just me but from all preachers, Father, to speak to the hearts of your people, that they may receive Christ and be free. Like John 8.36 says, that your son shall make you free. You shall be free indeed. In Jesus' holy, magnificent name.